And the reason is, is because these people have perfected something very valuable. Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, Episode 77. You're listening to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite. One of the things we talk about quite a lot is having affiliates who go out and they promote your stuff for you and then you pay them a commission for that. But what if you could take that thing and flip it on its head so that actually you have a business where people pay you in order to go out and tell people about your products. Now mm-hmm. that sounds like a win-win. You get paid on the front and you sell more of It your also stuff. sounds like an over-hypey, bright red email marketing scammy subject line from the 90s. And yet we're delighted to tell you that it's not because it's actually the promise from today's guest, Mitch Russo. Yeah, and <laughs> the thing that Mitch is going to talk about is a beautiful thing called certification. That's right, or certification if you want to pronounce it differently. All oh, right, certification. <laughs> Hello, this is Rob and Kennedy Hi. from Response Suite. We're back again in your ear holes. And of course, in a few moments time, we'll be joined by Mitch to go through this interview. It was such a great episode. I really love this one, Rob. I thought this was excellent because if anybody out there is anything like us and that you've tried, you know that your business can grow exponentially by employing uh, affiliates. So bringing affiliates on board with you, who you, you recruit these affiliates and they go out and they resell your product or service. So for us, it's response suite. For you, it might be some kind of coaching program or it might be a piece of software as well. The problem or the challenge you might have with that, and certainly we had, is we recruited all these fabulous affiliates. We identified people who were going to be great, already connected in their worlds to the kind of people who will get great value from our tool response suite. We got them onto some Zoom calls and had chats with them, spent lots of time with them. But then the challenge we faced and the challenge we all faced with affiliates is keeping their interest and keeping your product front of mind for them so they continue to promote your product to their customers ongoing. That's a real challenge unless you're doing a a launch with like a a particular date. If it's an ongoing affiliate relationship you're looking for, that's pretty tricky. Mm -hmm. And this literally solves all of those problems. So this is so, so exciting. Yeah. So this certification, as you like to call it, or certification, as I like to say it, it really solves that. Why? Because people pay you in order to do this. Yes. Okay. You give them a whole bunch of value in advance too. So before we get into any of that, we're going to go over to Rob's all important quote of the week. Yes, because seven days hath the week, but glass bottles don't always have green bottoms. And nor should they. No, indeed. I don't want to be discriminating. Indeed. Now, if you, uh, if you are excited as we are to dive into this interview, then let's go ahead and chat to Mitch. Mitch, welcome to Free Marketers Walk Into a Podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Hey, it's a pleasure. Absolutely. We're so excited to dig into this because listen, you've got this amazing way that we can get other people to pay us to like join our sales force and go out and tell people about our stuff. And it sounds amazing. So what is it? Well, it's called certification. And the way I do it, it's actually called building a power tribe. Okay. And that's got a big fancy name. Certification sounds a bit scary. Sounds a bit proper for me. A little bit corporate maybe. Yeah, a little bit. So do you want to just dig into what that really means? Sure. So here's the interesting thing about, about what you do and how you do it. You perfected a way of creating a transformation in people or companies. I mean, that's what most people in business do. The real question is, are you the only one who can do it? And so what, that's the primary question I ask a, a prospect before I work with them. And if they say, yeah, it's only me, I get beamed in information from flying saucers and no one else gets it but me, then I can't help them. But 
if he says, sure, I could teach it to anybody else. And then if I said the next question, well, if you taught it to somebody else, could they get the same results as you? And they said, yes. Third question is, how many clients do you have? And usually I'm looking for several hundred, um, the more the better, uh, because if they have a base of clients already, so it's not a beginner business, it's, and it's not even a small business, it's typically a business with hundreds of clients. And at that point, if they say, yes, we have hundreds of clients, and I said, great. Now we could talk about how to create a power tribe, which is simply taking your best customers, training them, teaching them how to sell, how to present, how to deliver your transformation, and then collect the money and uh, make a living. So you're basically helping people become a different profession, join a different profession by certifying them. I love that. One of the big things that I think we have to really remember with this is this is not a cheap or cheat or fast track way, a fast track way of fixing the fact you've got a marketing or sales problem. You already need to have a really great product and a proven sales and marketing process. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. So this is not a, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. Let's go and make some other people pay in order to discover that, that part of that journey. One of the things I'm really interested in here is let's imagine that I'm going to get a certification in your product and I'm going to go out and now start offering that. Mm-hmm. Is the idea here now that I'm going to go out and I'm going to do the prospecting and sales process myself and then bring them into your product? Yeah. What's that person's job? Yeah. That's a great question. And you know, that's the difference between what I do and what so many other people do with their own certification. So let's use examples. Uh, Let's say that you're uh, a coach and you've perfected some processes. And so you decided one morning, you know what? I'm going to see if I can make some extra money by putting together a a little training program and then making a test at the end Mm -hmm. and then selling it to anybody who wants it. And if they pass the test, they're quote unquote certified. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's the dumb way to do it because ultimately you only get to collect money once. And secondarily, you're not really providing anything of value to those people because now what are they going to do with that? (laughs) They're coaches. They're not salespeople. They're not going to go out and sell. So most of the time, people who buy coaching certification never use it or never make money from it. What my clients do, and this is all documented in my new book called Power Tribes, what they do instead is they, of course, create this program that trains people, but typically they're training the first batch of people they're training are their existing customers. So they already know what they do. They already love what, what it is that they do. And, and so now what ends up happening is once we put them through that training, once we really bring them up to the point and can mentor them after they pass the exams, mm. then at that point, we're going to feed them prospects for the rest of their lives. Every year they're going to renew that creates recurring revenue for you, the company. And everyone who joins the program is going to get prospects and even sometimes clients that have already converted so that they can do their transformation work on them. Right. Make, make sense? Do you understand makes, what I'm saying? I mean, it, it raises a question for me, which is what kind of product is it that this really works with? Are there certain products you found this works really, really well with? For example, we all know, for example, you can get Infusionsoft certified or Active Campaign certified and many of these different things in software. And that seems to be like a really accepted model. But are there certifications in things which are, like you say, coaching? Yep. In fact, my um, okay. one of my clients is is running a fairly sizable real estate coaching organization, and he is going to be building. In fact, we're almost finished building his certification program. That's amazing. So, so any coaches 
any sales trainers, any consultants, anybody who has a process that they've perfected and own the intellectual property can do this. But I'm terrified. I have got, I'm a great coach. I'm helping people get this amazing X outcome. And I've spent all this time coming up with my amazing model. It's got a really sexy name and it's all really punny and stuff. And I'm going to have these people come in. They're going to pay me a certain revenue, but surely they're going to just steal my intellectual property. Do, what do I need to do in terms of like, is, is there a risk there? I mean, what are we selling? Well, that's again, another very powerful question because the answer is it, it, they're not going to steal your intellectual property because they are under strict contract uh, to exactly how they can use what you teach them. Okay. Number one. Number two, you are going to be part of every sale that they make. So when you certify somebody then and then they sell something through the leads that you provide, mm -hmm. they must fulfill through your organization. So you take a cut of everything they sell. So is there something as well to be said for sort of for you as a company providing some additional value for that they can't that they couldn't do as an independent if they went all on their own? For example, that might be like an online resource, like it might be a piece of software or it might be a portal or a web resource. Is that part of it? Absolutely. The idea is to once people join your certification program and pay to be certified, you want them to pay every year. So what that means is you have to deliver two to ten times the return on investment that they paid for certification. So in order to do that, you need a portal, you need some custom tech, or it, and frankly, you don't even need all of that, you, but if you have it, it's better. Mm -hmm. All you really need to do is create a constant stream of leads that will help your certified consultants go out there, close deals through your portal, make money. Very simple. So I just want to clarify the difference in how this would operate between, say, someone who has a piece of software like us at Response Suite and somebody who has, you know, a coaching program. Mm -hmm. And that is that with a piece of software, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm just going to go out on a limb. Uh, with a piece of software, obviously you have the software that's on your server and all that stuff. Somebody, one of your certified partners would go out, they would sell it. That person would come in, they would buy the software. You get some money. That's great. The uh, certified partner now goes out and sort of, you know, helps them use the software properly. Whereas with a coaching thing, what actually happens is they go out and they sell the coaching to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then it's not like they're going to sell the coaching, take some money at some point, they're going to sell them into coaching with you. It's actually just like they're going to be teaching your framework. They're, they're right. going to be doing the coaching. So that, yeah. where, and you don't have as much to deliver as you would with maybe a piece of software. Well, again, we have, we have coaching organizations that are delivering an enormous transformation. And the reason is, is because these people have perfected something very valuable. And at that point, once they teach it to their certified partners, now they are delivering that same technology or transformation. Uh, but the bottom if you don't have any, I mean, if you just one day woke up and said, hey, I'm a coach, uh, and you just sort of chat with people and they pay you money. That's great, but there's nothing there to certify because you haven't created anything of value. That makes sense. Okay, okay. So let's say we've woken up today or we've listened to this episode right now, this interview, and we're thinking, this sounds great, but what do I need to actually deliver in exchange well, we'll get on to sort of how we price these things and price points in a second, but we know these things come with a, a lovely high price tag often. Uh, we'll get into that. But what do we need to deliver? Like, do, do we need, we think, okay, we need a certification. So we need to give them a fancy certificate in a frame. It needs to be signed by someone with a PhD. We need a photo of them on the steps of some government building. <laughs> we need, like, we need a massive portal of resources and 32 members of staff in the back office. Not to mention the training they need to get in order to 
to do it. Is that a a day or is it weeks? Is it ongoing? Like, it sounds like a huge undertaking. And I suppose it could be one. But like as a minimum viable product of having this kind of certification model, what's the minimum people expect? Sure. Well, let's take your own company, for example. You create software. It's a subscription-based product. Right. And and you have customers who love your software. Hell yeah. Of course. And so if you simply sent a note to those customers and said, hey, uh, we're looking to uh, uh, grow our team. Would you like to help us support clients on the very software that you know and love? So that would be the basic pitch. Now, that pitch was the same pitch I used when I built my own certification team of 350 people for my own software company. Right. So, so ideally, if they say yes at that point, what you're going to send them is the equivalent of a uh, username and password to your learning management system. And inside that learning management system, of course, once they pay, I mean, obviously you're offering it for a price, they pay the price, you welcome them in, and at that point, you, you share some videos with them right up front. So the first video is what I call the code of ethics. So I provide all of my clients with a 38-point code of ethics, which oh. talks about exactly what they can and cannot do. Okay. Makes sense so far? Yeah, 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 it does. And just before you get into that bit, uh, that code of ethics, is that done from a point of view of uh, sort of trying to put them off and saying, hey, if you're a dirty scammer, don't come along and join the party? Or is it done from a point of a view of more like a sales tool and welcome them in and sort of position as a benefit to them? Like these are the kind of people we expect to work with. What's your angle on that? Sure. So we try to talk about the idea of providing just about total free, total freedom within a framework. Mm-hmm. So the framework is the code of ethics. And I've created a course uh, so that if you and I were, if we were working together, I would give you the course mm-hmm. and then you could simply record it in your own voice. And it will be 90% of what you want. And the reason I know that is because I built this code of ethics over the course of two decades and uh, it's been deployed many, many times. So the things the code of ethics covers are simple things like, by the way, you can't steal our software. You can't put our content on your website. You can't uh, scam a customer. You, you must work with clients in a professional manner. And if Love you that. don't, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. And do you not, do you not, do you ever caveat that with because this and like we're trying to build this and sort of put it across in a quite a nice way? Are you like, is it more like a protective document or a protective video? Like don't do this and don't be naughty and don't be that. Or is it like, please don't steal our content because, and then try and angle it towards their benefit or do you not even bother that far? It's basically angled towards their benefit, but with the understanding that they realize, okay, listen, they're smart people, they're adults. They realize that it's not uh, allowed to steal things in, in most modern societies. And you're just simply asking them to respect your copyrights and respect your trademarks and, and in some cases patents. So that's not a very big thing to ask. It's just clarifying. Right. You know, like I said, most people know better, but let's clarify it. Let's make it really clear so that nobody has any questions about it. <laughs> I'm really interested to talk about pricing here. Is there, you know, if I've got a, if I've got a, a thing that I'm currently in a uh, video course that I teach uh, and I sell the video course for $97, that's a price point of a thing that's not really going to attract much, you know, well, do you, you want to come and teach this thing and people will pay you $97? Yeah. What sort of price point are we looking at to be able to go to a certified partner that we've just brought on board and say, this is what you can go out and charge? What, what's realistic as a sort of minimum and a, a maximum or a optimum, I suppose? Of the product that's Yeah, the product they're actually selling, the coaching they're selling or the software they're selling. 
Sure. So in my case, we sold software for $199. It was a one-time sale. They didn't have the internet or licensing back then or any of that stuff. <laughs> so we just sold software for $199. And what our certified consultants were interested in was helping the people who bought the software get the most out of it. And right. they would charge an hourly rate to do that. Right. right. And okay. did, you t- did you as an organization take uh, a percentage of the hourly rate back for yourselves or did you only make your margin on the software? Well, back then we were, we had no way of tracking any of that. Like I said, no internet. So we just basically said, look, you can sell your own services, collect your own money, uh, but you could also sell updates, upgrades, support plans, network-based plans, more seats to new users. So they became our sales force. And remember, they're paying us at that time, and this goes back to the 19, late 1980s, they were paying us basically about $1,000 a year to stay certified. So they were paying us and they were selling our products and they became our third largest sales force uh, for the entire company. And of course we gave them a discount so they could make a profit. That's interesting. And did you target them based on what the upsells that they had to do in terms of support packages like you would a normal salesperson or was there not that kind of agreement in place? Oh no, we, we had a fairly standard but, but fairly clear agreement as to what they could sell how much they should charge, how much margin they're going to get. And we even gave them supporting materials to sell those different aspects of our products and our product line to their customers. And did you give them sales targets? Like you need to be, you need to be selling this percentage of every customer into a support package and stuff with a, with a sales targets on top? No, we did. The, the reason is, is because they're not really educated or trained as salespeople. No, they, they sell as a convenience to their existing customers. Right. Sure. This is really interesting. Now, on the flip side of that, how much are you looking at charging? You know, if somebody comes to you and says, you know, Mitch, I really need your help to set up my certification. What's the sort of price that you would suggest they charge somebody in order to become certified? Well, you know, that's variable. So the cheapest one I've ever done um, is... Um, for certification. And I thought that was way too low, but my client insisted that's what he wanted to charge. So of course I along with, um, and when he launched his certification program about 10 weeks after we began working together, he generated six figures right off the bat within five days. That was just through reaching out to existing sort of super fans. Yeah. And And, um, they signed up to, to go deeper with their products and really learn them so that they can become experts in them. And then is that like an annual fee that is the same every year or is it like it's $5,000 to get certified and then to remain certified past the first year, that's like less than that? Well, again, when I work with clients, we talk about that and decide what works best. I have another client who charged $38,000 for certification and, um, and they had no intention of dropping the price on a yearly basis. Okay. And the reason, the reason is, is because they were delivering so much value. They were literally, it was literally like a business in a box. So in this particular case, the client was delivering not just the training, not just the experience and the mentorship, but in fact, a full sales suite and a full, uh, a full schedule of leads that work every single day if they wanted to. 
Yeah. Right. This right, makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah. In amazing. terms of your, one of the things we've noticed that a lot of sort of software platforms that have certifications do is that they have either an official or an unofficial, in other words, somebody's made it, community, like a, a Facebook group or something like that. A forum and they really or try and build. It's odd because their they're certified partners are effectively in competition with each other because somebody's unlikely to pay both of them unless they have different angles on it. Um, so they're effectively in competition with each other. How do you feel about creating that level of community around the certified partners to help them grow? Or would you say actually that could be prohibitive? No, in fact, that's the name of my program. It's called Power Tribes because mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're creating a tribe. You're creating a group of people that work together to make each other successful. And we don't think of them as being in competition with one another because they're all getting different leads in different territories uh, and they're all out there working with their own clients. So, you know, this is a fairly big world that we live in and there's lots of opportunity here. Uh, We've never really run into a problem where one certified consultant or certified coach wants to work with the exact same client as another one. Sure, sure, sure. So look, I've got a really great coaching program or I've got a fantastic bit of software or I've got some great products that I know are going to help some people. I'm listening to you now, I'm I'm really inspired. What's my very first step I'm going to do at the end of this episode after subscribing, of course, and going to check out all your stuff. What's the first thing I'm going to do to maybe even like test the water or take my first step towards seeing if, if this kind of certification model is going to work for me and I can make this happen? Well, you know, I have a website that has the three uh, questions that I asked you at the beginning of the episode. And I just went there and the auto video started. But it's if you go to (laughs) mypowertribe.com and right up front, right above the fold, it says answer these three questions. So if you can answer those three questions, then you're you have the potential to create a fairly powerful and expansive certification program. Love that. I absolutely love that. Okay. Uh, wow. Now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to interrupt proceedings in a bit of a bizarre way now, Mitch, because we like to play a little game in this podcast. And it's a very simple game. Here's how it works. My colleague Kennedy here. Hello. That's him. He's going to now sing you a song, of all things, Mitch. He's going to sing you a song. He's going to serenade you, you might say. But he's going to sing a song. I quite call it that. <laughs> you might say. He's going to sing a song in the style of a traditional pub singer, British pub singer. And that means that the words will be quite difficult to understand. And at the end of it, it's a well-known song. At the end of it, your job, Mitch, and of course, dear listeners at home, is simply to guess what song Kennedy is singing. So here we go. Okay. the best you've ever done oh, really? in all Thank of you. these episodes. Thank you. Mitch, Thank you. any idea at all? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I have no clue. <laughs> oh, so it's it Coca, actually, Copacabana. It was. Copacabana, yeah. Ah, exactly. Yeah, it was. Yes, I love that song. I think I did, I was, I was doing the dance and everything. Sometimes you just wish that there was a video of, of all of this happening, don't you? <laughs> now, Mitch, we're now, we're now going to jump over into what we lovingly refer to as the quick fire round. Hey, you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets, do you? Make sure you subscribe to the Three Marketers Podcast now on your podcast player. Mitch, give us a book you'd recommend. 
Okay. My recent favorite book is called Flip the Script by Oren Claff. Great book. Great book. Can you give us one of your top success habits, something that you do regularly? Yeah. Well, uh, it's very simple. I meditate for 15 minutes every morning before I start my job, before I start working. I love that. A little bit of focus, a little bit of you time. What is an entrepreneur or a marketer who you really look up to and respect? Well, you know, the guy I have been following for a very long time is Frank Kern. I think mm-hmm. he's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. So do we. What are your favorite apps that you really rely on and you think everyone else should know about? My entire life is governed by Trello and Evernote. Those are my <laughs> apps. Absolutely love it. Big important question for you now, Mitch. Who do you like more, Redhead Rob or Platinum Kennedy? Ah, very hard question. I, I spent hours thinking about this. <laughs> it's got to be Redhead Rob. Yes. For sake. That's what I'm talking about. I bloody sang for you. <laughs> he takes it all back. And finally, most importantly, you've already mentioned a little bit of this, but where can people go to find out more about you? Sure. Uh, like I said before, they can go to mypowertribe.com or they can go to mitchrusso.com and find out all about who I am and what I do. And uh, please tell us about your fabulous podcast because you have a podcast too. It's definitely worth a listen. So what's that called? Tell us all about that. Sure. It's called Your First Thousand Clients and uh, it's designed to help entrepreneurs reach the goal of making their company successful by listening to smart entrepreneurs who've already done it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was a bit creepy. Go and, Sorry. Check, go and Sorry. check out the podcast <laughs> and all of Mitch's stuff. Man, thank you so much for joining us. This has been really awesome. This has been great. My pleasure. I'm going to just do this. I'm going to Yeah. That. That was I'm just going to uh, pick up the phone and call some people to get them certified in response suite. <laughs> if you want to be certified in response suite, drop, drop Rob an email. <laughs> such a great, great seriously, thing, isn't it? Yeah, such, such a cool idea. And that was the big, seriously, the big seriously good. for me was, when I found out we were going to talk about certification, as you call it, mm-hmm. certification as I call it, uh, what I thought we might do That's, is... I've never noticed before that we say that differently. I know, it's bizarre. Certification. Certification. So you put the... But uh, you say husband instead of husband. Not about me, obviously. <laughs> when you say that lady over there, she's got a husband. A husband? Her husband. Her husband. I, I say do? Husband. But there's not a Z in it? I know, but it's just the way it's actually pronounced. Uh, pronounced, you mean? Pronounced. Um, what were we saying? Oh, yes. So when I found out this was going to be about certification, um, I thought that uh, that maybe it was just going to be for people who've got software, but actually to hear how it works for coaches, yeah. and it's quite a different model from coaching the software. Mm. Such a cool idea. Anyway, if you've missed anything, we're waffling. If you missed anything in this episode, you can check the show notes uh, and of course links to all of Mitch's stuff there as well. Just head over to blog.responseweek.com slash 077. Yes. So thanks for joining us. And uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, which I know you have. You damn well have. Then go and leave us a lovely little review on the old iTunes or wherever you want to leave it. Uh, just head over to response it's blog.responsory.com forward slash iTunes or of course you can do it on your favourite podcast player there we go that's enough professionalism for you for now and we'll see you next week right back here make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on a single sausage ta no real sausages included don't miss a thing, miss a thing. check out the show notes at blog.responsory.com